All right. This week on one more pass, Joey was really hung over this morning. Joey, you feeling a little bit better? I am. I'm mildly. It was a mild hangover, but yes, I am feeling better. Great. It was really nice to uh, drink some beers and spend time with you guys last night. It was nice. Yeah, Yeah. it was great. So on this week's episode, we have more Tim Tebow talk. I know Joey's very pumped about this. Rob has a great take on Urban Meyer. We talk about the uh, NFL PA and a situation that is going on with uh, just individual workouts, just away from the facilities. And Rob doesn't do a pod damn it on Kroger. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, I'm sure that'll happen again. It, it, there's one, I'm sure something will happen, especially when it gets close to like football season. I'm sure they'll do something to piss off my, <laughs> my routine. There we go. Rob, you ready to go? Oh yeah, always. Joey, you ready to go? Let's go. Here we go. One more pass. Let's do it. All right, welcome back to the One More Pass podcast in person. Guys, it's so great to see y'all's- It's been a while. Lovely faces again. Yeah. It's been, what, a couple weeks? It has been a couple weeks. Yeah. It's totally my fault, that first one. Um, Just had a lot of stuff going on. Everything's fine. It's just things are getting busy again. And then we went and uh, saw my wife's family up in Illinois. So that was fun. Those are valid reasons. Yeah, first time- I mean, we still- I'd give you shit about it, but well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's me, <laughs> and that's Rob. <laughs> Definitely me. Yeah, first time in a year and a half seeing my wife's family, which is great. It was a good time. It was nice to get away from Nashville. I get tired of Nashville, you know, more and more as the year goes on. Did in you a shorter did amount you, of time? Uh, you didn't swing down to Broadway and just just chill down there for a couple hours before you got out of town. Uh, no, uh, but I did see a flyover of this past weekend, and all the rooftops were slam packed, and it gave me a yeah. little bit of anxiety, but. I mean, Nashville, man, who cares? Nashville has changed a lot. It has changed a lot, but you can follow us at one more pass on Instagram. Add one, one more pass on Twitter. One more pass pod at gmail.com. Sorry, Rob, you're going to say something. Well, it's just, it's like, I mean, it was going to happen eventually, but like, I, I just don't understand the needs to like, I don't know. It it just seems, <laughs> it just seems like, yeah, it was going to happen eventually, but it, it just like, even before, like you said, you know, the flyover and you, you saw everybody down there, it was like, it was already happening. You know, oh yeah. Were yeah. Already cramming down there. Um, yeah. I don't know. I used to love going down there. I'm just not a, um, I go down there now and it's just been terraformed. It's just not the city that I, and, and here's the thing. I don't mind change, but like, <clears throat> cause the argument that people have, like the ways things are done or the way things are supposed to be, you know, it shouldn't change. And it's like, that's, you know, change is happening all around us, but it's like that, that's just, they've just like literally cr- created like an alcohol theme park. It just <laughs> happens to have mediocre music, you know, yeah. one of the major draws to it. So I don't know. It kind of bums me out a little bit. But part of me is kind of glad that I guess my major point was, was part of me was kind of glad to see that. Like, okay, even though that's a, that's a normal thing that I don't really participate in or really care about, but you know, cases are way down. Yeah, that's true. Um, I actually saw uh, showing how old I am as I had a cup of coffee and was uh, reading the news this morning on my computer. Uh, oh, uh, sorry to interrupt to you, but uh Guys, uh, Joey's very hungover this morning. I wouldn't say very. Well, not very hungover, but he was hungover this morning. That's uh, true. Uh, uh, like Rob and I surprised him last night uh, along with a couple other friends because Joey's birthday's next week. That's right. Yeah. Do you want to explain why the uh, surprise was a week early? 
Uh, why, why the... Isn't your daughter graduating? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah. my second daughter... <laughs> Incredibly selfish. Her school, they decided to have their graduation. There you um, go. On my birthday, which is pretty frustrating. Pretty dumb, man. Yeah. So we had to uh, switch some plans around. And uh, my lovely wife, who Rob adores, and you got to meet for the first time. I did. She's she wonderful. told me that. Oh, she, you'd never met Bryn? No. Nope. She said first Bryn. time. Oh, she, she, she is, she said, she how, is, how she had is I a not delight, met, delightful human. I she goes, her. how had I not met Kyle yet? And I said, I, I don't know. Yeah, because then she said, oh man, Joey talks about your, well, I mean, like you and Rob a lot about the podcast. I'm like, wait, Joey talks about us a lot? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Feeling pretty good about that one. Yeah. Man, we must make a you pretty she, big impact on your life, man. You notice she never said, I listen, I listen I to listen. you guys oh, a lot. Sure. Yeah, it wasn't that, 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 uh, she didn't say that. She's a pretty straight shooter, but it was fun. Yeah, I'm sorry. So like I interrupted you, like you're going to say something about Broadway, Nashville. Oh, anyway. Cases going uh, down, all that stuff. I'll, I'll, this last week, the article was basically Broadway had the highest number of police calls that they've ever had. Are you serious? Like almost double from the year before. And they listed it just by broke. And it's like- Was Morgan you know, Wallen down there? <laughs> drunk and disorderly <laughs> conduct. Did the guy swing his colostomy yeah. bag? Did he come back? <laughs> I'm sure he, he, had, he had to be factored in. He had to count for several, I would guess. Uh, Rob, um, quickly, do you want to explain to our uh, listeners that story? Sure. If they so, don't get an inside joke, just just the Reader's Digest version. This was, I want to say, like two weeks ago? Yeah. It went long ago. Week, 10 days, two weeks, whatever. Uh, a gentleman was at the Kid Rocks bar. I don't know the full name of it. <clears throat> oh, like the big ass honky tonk or big ass yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Kid Rocks got a bar downtown Lower Broadway and some guy was uh, gotten in his cups, pretty heavy, and was swinging his, I guess, I, I think they were trying to throw him out. He'd been belligerent. Maybe they'd thrown him out once before and he came back, but he had a colostomy bag and he was swinging it around. He was helicoptering his bag full of urine and feces around, <laughs> which is awful and hilarious. It's many things, but the fact that it happened at Kid Rock's bar is- Yes, yeah. yeah. Poetic the, justice. The, yeah, it, the, 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 the beautiful- uh, just the coincidental magic of Did, that is just wonderful to me. Gosh, like if he would have left there or gotten kicked out there, then went to John Rich's bar and done the same thing, it just would have yeah. been even better. Yeah, that would have been better. Yeah. So those, yeah, those we got to be top back, two guys. bars I never want to go to. <laughs> like, like just hearing that was just like, uh. yeah, uh, we back. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, back. We, we back. Hashtag we, we back. We don't live in fear. Nashville <laughs> yeah. strong. All right, before we get into this week's podcast, Joey, you were a guest on another podcast. Do you want to give a shout I out was, to your friends? I was, yeah. Shout out to uh, the DNVR, um, RK, Zach, and Mace. Thank you for having me on um, the Broncos podcast. Um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was basically me talking to three other guys that love the Broncos as much as I do. I think they may love them more than you do. They, You seemed you seemed like you were you were definitely fighting in a... In a in a white in a weight class, maybe slightly. Yeah, that's true. That's light, true. Slightly higher. Although I will say, when it came to the trivia, not, not to, and, and I'm not I'm not trying to slight your I, I, your love. No, I hear what you're those saying. Those dudes are those dudes are they're they're, they're like Jedi level. Well, first fans. of all, they do that podcast every day. They do a podcast every day. That's a lot of work. We do it once a week, and it's a lot of work. Yes, uh, yeah. I mean, like sometimes it's hard to even get our schedules together. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I told Kyle this, when it came to the trivia, I knew even some of the uh, some of the questions they asked that I didn't get, I didn't get it fast enough. I knew the answer, but there is, it was a little bit stressful when it, when it, when it goes, okay, when they say this one's going to go quick, 
and they ask the question and you're like, it's just kind of hard to get the answer out. Mm -hmm. So I'm not taking offense to what you said. No, no, no. A lot, maybe mildly. Um, <laughs> or, no, but it, it was a lot of fun. Or mild highly. Oh. Mild highly. Oh, but if you guys... Um, <laughs> was a, got there, there was an mild. attempt made. <laughs> they have the DNVR bar right there in downtown Denver. Yeah, so man. Next time you guys play Denver. I know, Kyle, you said you guys are playing there on a, on a fall tour. Or? Yeah, we're doing the Pepsi Center, the Belt Center now. I think it went through a renaming, but yeah, we're playing there uh, on the Cam Brown Tour. And I did look that up this morning and we're uh, that's two miles away from the arena yeah. there. So I'm planning on going to grab yeah, a beer there. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. That was, um, it was like, I, I, I would compare it to, you know, the Blind Melon video for, no rain where the girl's in the bee costume and she doesn't have any friends. And then at the very end, she goes into this field and there's all these kids in bee <laughs> costumes. That's how I felt on that podcast. It was like, they literally just talk about the Broncos. Uh, when it, when you it was on your special place, when it was done, Bryn watched, she watched the portion I was on and she, she, she said, she goes, it was really, you did a good job. It was fun to watch. She's so encouraging. She's so encouraging. My but, wife would just be like, but here's um, the, I don't even care. But she's like, <laughs> But she goes, I cannot believe that you listen to that every single day. Like I listen to it on a run. I go, what do you mean? She goes, can she really? I know. How long is she? Like, do, you, like, know do you know me? me? <laughs> she goes, how, how do people talk about, she's like, there's no games going on right now. They're, yeah. they're just talking about hypothetical situations. I'm like, I, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's like, do you see this Denver Broncos tattoo on my back? I think, I think when you saw, <laughs> what do you mean? You can't I believe think when you saw them. Put the D on my shoulder, the Denver D. Um, yeah, we're not. That should have been there. your indicate, your first indicator. Like Joey's got a problem. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, can you get uh, uh, like the big Bronco that's at the Denver airport on your other shoulder yep. with the red eyes? Yeah, I gotta yeah. work. I gotta. It's gonna be a full back piece. I gotta wait till we we start working more. Save oh. up. It's gonna be about. 2500 bucks for that. Oh, word. But yeah. All right. Well, yeah. What's his name? Horsifer. What do they call him? Uh, I don't know. What's the? They call I like him? the name Horsifer. No, Horsifer no, no, is pretty no, good. No, no, what do they call? They, he's got a nickname because he's got the glowing eyes. Yeah, and there's uh, all the theories about what the, the Masons and yeah, all the stuff about yeah. Well, like the airport's haunted or something. Oh, uh, just yeah. yeah, it's cursed or something like that. Yeah. A uh, fun fact. Uh, like I can. Okay, so like if you have a candle and it smelled like the uh, Denver airport, but you didn't tell me what scent it was, I can tell you that that candle would smell like the Denver airport. Cause I feel uh -huh. like that's the most specific like smell out of any airport I've ever been in, in my entire life. I really want yeah. to like that airport because I love Denver. Just so long. It, it is, it is such a, whoever designed that building needs to be rocketed into the sun. It is, it is really one of the, the whole, the whole idea of having, and we'll get back to sports here in a second, folks, I promise. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, most airports have the long concourses, you know, and you've got your departure lounges on the other side. There's usually like a place for a very wide berth for people to walk. But if you go to the Denver airport, they have the people walkers, the little, you know, the little escalators that just go flat. And, uh, and then they have these along the sides of the railings of the, of the people movers, they have seats. seats yeah. yeah. And then there's like a very small way to walk. Like if you're, you know, if, if like the people walker or the people mover is not working or full of people and you're trying to hustle to get to the gate, you're never, you, you literally have an OJ Simpson pass. Yeah, totally. Oh, never cases of kids yeah. to get to your departure gate. Yeah. Yep. And it's just, I, 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 I like, think it looks great. There's a great little crepes restaurant there yeah. that I love. I, I know. think it's at like, uh, I think it's at Gates, like 
D something, D28 or 38 or something. I know. I, I just remember getting off there one day. We had a layover for like two hours and I smelled it. And I walked right to it. It was fantastic. But yeah, it just the whole, this, I'm just, I'm, I mean, you guys know I'm, I am not a patient man. So when I <laughs> travel, think? yeah, when I travel, like I, I know the physics of what's going on around me. I'm very aware and like, you know, and just people that don't know how to travel and that airport make for a bad combination. For yeah. Me, so I feel like uh, LaGuardia has got to be a, uh, you, honorable mention. Have you been to New LaGuardia? I have not. It is, dude. Uh, you want to talk about a glow up? Are you yeah. serious, oh, dude? I'm serious. I did not recognize. How it. long ago was it that this was pre? It was, it was before COVID. It was pre COVID. This is yeah. 2019. Yeah, dude. Okay. I don't wow. know if they're done with it yet, but the 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 gate that we flew into, the concourse that we were on, like it was like. You know, because before it was just, it was like a cattle auction. It was yeah, just yeah, literally exactly. like, just, it was awful. Okay, it had been wow. like that. I mean, ever since I started flying to New York, which is like 30 years ago, it's be prepared. Just All right. Well, I'm excited Be prepared. Now. Yeah. I guess I haven't been to New York. I mean, I think the last time it's been a few years since I've been there. So we're flown in. Yeah. And okay. Newark too. Like even prior to LaGuardia, if you, if, when you fly into Newark, holy crap. It's wow. They have okay. a huge area where all the restaurants and bars and stuff are now. Like, I think it's close to the international terminal. It's amazing. It's so great. All right. Yeah. Wow. I'm ready yeah. to travel. Yeah. The best part about the new LaGuardia is it's all nice and stuff, but then once you exit to to go to the baggage claim, yeah. it's no. like old yeah, shitty no. LaGuardia again. Yeah. That didn't that didn't get the glow up. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, that's this is so like, nice that you like literally exit. You're just like, oh yeah, this, yeah. this is a terrible LaGuardia. I'm yeah. Used to. That's still like you know Cold War era Russia. <laughs> you know. You know, yeah, it's not, it's not, that's not good. But yeah, but the, but the actual like yeah. concourses are really nice and the, the dining areas and stuff. Yeah. Okay. One last quick question about airports and sorry, uh, listeners, we could honestly talk about airports all day, but like, are you guys uh, people mover walkers or like, are you all actually like walking the entire way using help or no? I, I usually just walk on my own unless I'm in a hurry, big hurry. Same. But I prefer to walk on my own. Rob, you seem like a walker on your own. I'm a walker on my own. The only time I will use people movers is if, I, if I'm just like not in a hurry, actually. Like, yeah. there's something kind of comforting about standing on one of those things and just kind of like looking at your phone and like watching people rush past you. You're like, oh, I got an hour and a half for my Stay to the right. You're staying to the right. Stay to the right. Always stay to the right. Oh, God. That's, that's the thing. That's, well, I, that's what I do not miss about flying. That's what I love about London and going to the oh, underground yeah. is people just, yeah, just stay to the right on the escalators. Yeah. The, people in this country don't, Know how, and I understand people that don't travel a lot, but it's like, it's really like, it's not that hard to kind of just walk into that environment and just kind of take the temperature of what's going on around you, watch other people, just to kind of figure out how things should go. You know, it's like Mr. Rogers said, like, look for the helpers, like, just look yeah. around for the people that seem like they're doing this right. You know, yep. the old, the middle aged guy with the backpack and he's dressed and he's, you know, he's got his little roller bag and everything. It's like, Watch that guy. Yep. That's what I did. Yeah. Like the first time I flew by myself, uh, well, I flew, flew myself one time when I was really, really young in my family. The first time as a, like an adult in college, I flew by myself to go to my grandfather's funeral and I was like, I was terrified. It's like, I didn't know what to do. Like flying on a plane, like it just didn't, it was like, oh shit, I've got to fly on a plane. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to act and stuff. I mean, this is back when people were still smoking on planes. You know, this is like late 80s. God, you're old as shit, man. It's amazing. And so I just I just like watched like, okay, that looks like a businessman. I'll just follow him and do everything he does. And that's, that's like basically how I figured it out. Yeah, man, just, uh, yeah, just take it in and, and just like observe people. I will say you know? uh, just one quick note. Uh, we don't have to talk about Rob's age. But after Rob we can left, talk about yours. Mo what, no, what multiple people said, I can't believe Rob's 
I did yeah, not okay. think he was as old as you. Yeah, nobody said that to me. <laughs> it was my birthday. They should have said, Joey, I you can't believe. Joey, you look great. For you can't be. Everybody was like, what? Rob's what? Three kids, yeah. almost two in college. And man, yeah. Rob looks so great for his age. Yeah. <laughs> no kids. How do you like speaking about birthdays? Uh, this podcast turned 40 today. This is our 40th episode. Oh, so oh really? So yeah, oh, that's awesome. We're almost up to a year starting yeah. this thing. Oh yeah, uh, sorry. But was it July? July. Yeah, okay. like in the midst of uh, just a terrible, terrible pandemic. Time. In honor of that, we're going to go forty minutes talking about airports. Yeah, we are. <laughs> All right. Before sports, Joey, where's Scotty McCurry at? Anytime soon? Y'all do anything? Uh, Scotty was at the Canes game last night. Um, Classic. Yeah. Ugh. He finished. Uh, he's he's been working on his record, and um, I was actually pretty proud. He put a. Um, I think it was on his Instagram story. He was kind of pulling an OJ running through the airport and running. He basically finished his session, got to the airport, got home and ran literally straight to the arena and made it uh, for enough time. So all that to say uh, nothing right now. We're going to start rehearsing here in a couple of weeks and awesome. We're, we're in the station, but we're starting to load bags, loading, loading snare drums for get, sure. Getting ready to go. Yep. Sweet. It's healing. Rob, is the Brad Paisley train rolling anytime soon? Again, yeah, well, we're, we're fueling up the Paisley train. It's, it's getting, we're inching, we're starting to, we're starting to fire up the, the old coal engine. Yeah, but nothing yet. I think our, I think uh, first show is in, uh, first weekend in June. We've got a couple of days of rehearsal before that because it's, it's a festival. So we won't, I think the guys are just going to come in and for a couple of days and, and just kind of run through some stuff because um, I hadn't played. And we did those parking lot shows, I think back in, July. Yeah. So it's been oh, almost that's right. Uh, so yeah, but uh, I did get a, speaking of flying, uh, this gave me a little bit of anxiety today because I don't really get anxious flying, but in this way, I kind of do. I got a, uh, an email from his management that during our production rehearsals at the end of the month, Brad has, a, a, there's like an acoustic, uh, like power acoustic show that he's going to do, I think with him and the, Ben, the drummer and his bass player and maybe a keyboard player in Vegas. And it's like, yeah, we're just going to, everybody's going to pile on Brad's uh, jet and fly out to Vegas, do the show and come back. And I'm just like, Ooh, I don't know about you guys. I've been on a private jet once. I do not like it. Yeah. I've, I've only done it once too. I, and it was a little nerve wracking. I don't like it. Not a fan. Like, yeah. like flying. I don't mind, like, you know, and that was when, like when we were talking earlier about flying uh, when I was younger, it was like the, the whole, you know, just the, turbulence and everything and just like oh my god we're all gonna die you know once you kind of realize it's very normal whatever over the years i've gotten used to it i don't get i don't get anxious about flying but there's something about that cramped space i also had a friend a really good friend of mine who played for um reba mcintyre who was killed in that plane crash in the early 90s he was killed in that so it's like that's always kind of like in the back of my mind you know yeah for sure and i've heard some other horror stories about you know hitting really bad turbulence on those things so it's like oh god it just yeah, so we've got a right in the middle of all that. We got to scoot over to Vegas for a show and then come right back and wind. Just make up. sure you take a photo of of the jet and just say so blessed. Yeah, so thankful to be back. <laughs> pull, Hashtag pull, working. Yeah, pulling my pulling my overnight bag and have somebody take a picture of me. Yeah, and, uh, have a drink in my hand. Yeah, yeah, a drink. Have some aviators on. Yeah, yeah. I How may about or you, may not have done that once. Of course, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Very hungover on a private jet once. It was great. Uh, you guys have been doing stuff. Yeah, we have. Um, you did stuff last night. I did stuff last night. Um, we have 
a live stream coming up next week with Jordan. So tune into that. I don't know what day it's going to air, but we are going to do that. And then we'll, gosh, like what else do we do? Oh, uh, Jordan's new album drops, drops. God, I hate that term. Jordan's new album comes out today as you're listening to this on Friday. It's called Buy Dirt. Go grab it. It's great. I enjoy playing the songs. And if you're going to be tuning into the Nashville SC soccer game this Sunday evening, we are playing the halftime show for that. So we're pretty excited about that. Our set's seven minutes long. So mm, yeah, I was going to say. It's wonderful. Is it a medley or is it just a... Yep. Medley of three singles and we're all done. And then I'll just be watching the old football. Watching no goals. No goals. And our soccer team will probably just tie because that's what they always do. Yep. It was a zero, zero tie when I went a couple weeks ago. Draw. I I did enjoy it. It wasn't zero, zero. It's nil, nil. Nil, nil. Come on, man. You know, yeah, that, that, it's like, they've got a different word for everything, Joey. That's why I can't can't embrace the game. Yeah. I'm far from embracing. I I did enjoy it. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're you're going to play sports in this country, learn our language. That's all I've got to (laughs) say. Well, I mean, aside from that, yeah, we have a couple of rehearsals coming up. And uh, yeah, we're actually going out to Vegas too. We're playing uh, uh, Dustin Lynch's pool party. Um, it's kind of uh, the same theme as if anybody's ever heard of the Luke Bryan Crash My Ply in Mexico. This is Dustin we Lynch's did that last pool. last year. Yeah. yeah. It's always fun. But it's Dustin Lynch's pool situation in Las Vegas. Is it called the Dustin Lynch pool situation? Yeah, it's called pool situation. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm, I'm sorry for cursing, but that... Oh, that, no, it's fine. Oh, no. That, that's... Well, I mean, like, you know how the young kids say every summer, oh, yeah, what's the pool situation for this weekend? You know? No. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, mean, didn't I, know I should. Yeah. I'm going to ask my I daughters. I say it ironically sometimes. You know what? But... I'm going to report back. I'm going to ask my daughters, if, if my teenage daughters, if people say that. If, yeah, if they know Because I have a feeling situation. they might go, no. No. Okay. Maybe country fans do. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll report back on if, that one. If you, I, I may have discussed this with you before, but if you wanted to uh, escape the pool situation, you've got to go to Tacos El Gordo right on the strip. Oh, yeah. Brother. That's happening. And then go top off the night, go get you some, uh, go get you some uh, cereal milk ice cream at Milk Bar. Oof. Yeah, that That's is the good. good stuff. Totally in. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, Rob, I think we have a couple of shows with you guys yeah. in September. So, I'm pretty pumped about that. So, uh, yeah, let's finally talk about sports. Sports. Airports. Uh, music. Um, Joey's hangover. Yeah. It's been a great 21 minutes to the pod so far. So we're finally going to get into, uh, get into it. Joey, since you were on the DNVR podcast this past week, man, Tim Tebow officially signed with the Jags. Now who wants to start about, I mean, like a deal, who wants to start talking about this? So Tim Tebow signs a one-year deal. And we have Urban Meyer, which obviously it's his lifelong, well, not lifelong, but since college mentor, there's two different, you know, mindsets on Tim Tebow, I feel like throughout, you know, like football fans and Broncos fans, especially. So, uh, Joey, Tim Tebow. Well, I know I Jags. I went on my rant last week, so it won't be, my position hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, but it, it's so frustrating turning on SportsCenter or going to ESPN.com. And that's just the first thing you see is Tim Tebow in a Jags uniform. Who was that? I think when you guys sent me the meme of like, they're going to talk about it for a year straight. If Lawrence throws to, Oh yeah. Throws a touchdown <laughs> to Tebow. Don't yeah, turn uh, on ESPN. Yeah, don't turn on ESPN. Don't turn on ESPN. It's just, it's, it's so annoying. I mean, it's clear. I'll be stunned if he actually makes the, um, 
makes the roster. And if he does make the 53-man roster, or I think they expanded it, whatever it is now, 58 or 60, it's a, it's just a farce. It, it, it's a, it, I mean, it, we're talking about it, so I guess it's working. It's yeah. front-page news. When was the last time the Jags had any front-page news? So I guess, Look, I guess it is working. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. I looked this up the other day. You know how many uh, tight end touchdowns there were last season for the Jags? Both you guys, make a guess. Three. One. Both of you were very close. Two. Wow. wow. So <laughs> we're talking about a tight end position. Well, granted, it, it, it's, it's a bad team. Yes. They were a bad team last year. Yeah. Uh, they had Gardner Minshew, but they did have, uh, you know, Robinson, who's, I had him on my, that guy was fun to watch. Yeah. He's a, he's a great player and I hope he repeats his success, but it's like, they were definitely, you know, highlights on that team, but like, we're talking about a position that that's the thing. Well, I'll let you finish, but it's, it's, to me, it's not about the position. I think it's why he's bringing him in. Yeah. I, I, uh, in the, in the first place, I don't think it's, I don't think it's to play tight end. I think Tebow should have, I think it made sense for him to do this. What did he last play? Has it been eight years? That was seven, 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 close to eight, but like, um, I think five, six or seven years ago, this made sense. I actually would have liked to, I think he could have done pretty well at tight end. Um, now it just seems like and it's probably being a Broncos fan and after painful Bronco losses, there's always some drunk fan that'll yell out or Tebow. we need to get Tebow back. And it's just embarrassing. So I I don't want to talk. I mean, I want to talk about it here, but I, I don't I don't want it to be such a freaking story anymore. It's like yeah. well, there's nothing else going on. So. That's, that's true. And, and again, I, I do think that um, that and the Aaron Rodgers thing, but there's nothing going on. there. Yeah. The uh the Urban Meyer connection. I'm, I'm not a big Urban Meyer fan. Um, so it's everything that I said last week, but I'm just, it's like, okay, cool. He signed. Um, let's see how he actually plays in a preseason game. And I guarantee their first preseason game is going to be on oh, yeah. Sunday night or Thursday night football. I mean, it'll be, everybody's going to want to watch it. Oh yeah, for sure. So Rob, before you say something about this, like I do have a quick theory about why he maybe brought him in. Like I think there's part of me that thinks that uh, like Urban Meyer brought Tebow in to distract the media from Trevor Lawrence in his first year because everyone's just like, oh, do Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. He's like once in a decade talent. Like there is a small part of me that thinks like uh, bringing in Tebow, all the spotlight's going to be on him for the first part of the season. Like if he makes a team or whatever else. And then like, that's going to take the pressure off Trevor. Like actually like, and do like, if he does play bad, then maybe, oh, just dude, like Tebow's a tight end. We're not going to start him a quarterback. It's like he can play, but Tebow's still going to get all the attention on the team tour. Maybe it's going to like relieve some pressure from him. But I, that's just the only theory I can really think of as to why Urban, to, to why that Urban Meyer would actually bring him in. Does that make any sense? No, it's that's very an interesting plausible. take. Yeah. Yep. Makes yeah. any sense? No, it makes sense. It's, it's probably, I would imagine, probably part of the whole equation of it. My whole thing is that, Meyer, obviously, you know, they have a very, very close relationship. You know, I think, I think I would go even so close to say from what I've read and heard from people like I was listening to Paul Feinbaum the other day. He's like, they're very close. They're like, it's like a father and son type relationship, which is great. I have no problem with that. My problem with the whole thing is not necessarily Tebow. Again, listening to Paul Feinbaum, you listen to all these old timers and people call in like, I wish people would, he's a good boy. You know, he was such a great quarterback in college. And Paul, I just don't understand all the hate. It's like, well, I don't hate Tim Depot. 
Tim Tebow. Like as a person, I don't know him. He seems like a good <laughs> Tim Depot. Tim, <laughs> Tim Tim Tebow. It's like he's you know he's got this really uh, very admirable uh, foundation to to stop child trafficking. I mean the guy's got a he's got a huge heart. He's he's a he's a good guy. Yeah. So I have a problem with him personally. What I have a problem with is like I I look at the NFL as a meritocracy. It's like so if you're really good at your job. That's kind of like what everyone wants. Everybody wants to be a champion and be, you know, be the best at what they do. So, okay. Well, if you look at the metrics of what it takes to be great and to be successful, Tebow has failed. Mm. And like I said, in my take last week or a couple of weeks ago, it's like he was a running quarterback in a, you know, in a system, very athletic guy. You know, he did throw a lot of, quite a few touchdowns, but like he wasn't like anybody, any NFL scout worth their salt would look at him hopefully in probably the same eyes that they looked at Vince Young. Like, really great athlete. That's going to be really hard to translate and evolve into the pro league. That's just, you know, like being a linebacker, cornerback, running back, offensive lineman. If you've got quirks or weird technique stuff, those things can kind of be ironed out between those two levels. Quarterback, as as we all know, is a very, very different position. He had a bad throwing motion. uh, So he didn't make it. And he got another chance. And he didn't make it in New York. So why if you do can't, I, If you can't make it there, not to interrupt, if, if you, you can't, can't make it there, you can't make it. You can't it. make it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, so why, so why are we giving him another chance? Why is he getting three strikes when most guys only get one? Well, it's because of the Urban Meyer thing. And my thing, I think Urban sees something in him, whether it is a potential to be a player or to be a player coach or go into coaching or maybe, maybe in the office, who knows? But he's a, you know, he's, he's got some charisma. He's got some dynamism to him. People love him. This is hometown. So obviously I think some of the PR thing of getting him in there on that team has a lot to do with it. But my problem with Meyer is that, which is why I think he will, this will ultimately be his Achilles heels. I think he will fail miserably as a coach is that he's always kind of been successful everywhere he went. You know, if say if Belichick had given him a chance or Andy Reid or, you know, someone else that's been successful in this league, I'd be like, okay, I think he sees something in Tebow that we're not seeing. What I think Urban Meyer sees in Tebow is like a friend's, someone that he mentors, you know, a son-like figure, whatever. But like, it's, it's kind of almost like seeing it through like Uncle Rico eyes from yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> trying to get this guy to relive, like maybe there's some magic still and maybe yeah. he can throw that ball over the hill. And it's like, he's been given those chances. Yeah. Yep. He's not a bad guy. He's not a terrible athlete. He's just not good enough. Yep. And I think that's very hard. Like we want, we all like the white knight guy, the shining honor, and he's a good dude. And he's, he's he seems like a, a really stand-up guy. And we want those people to succeed. But you know what? Sometimes they just don't. Sometimes yeah. they just suck. Yeah. Sometimes it like, takes more than the heart of a lion, the heart of a champion. Yeah. Sometimes I wish he didn't throw, and I mean this seriously. If you bring up to, if you bring up Tebow to Tebow defenders, they'll reference the, the touchdown pass he threw against the Steelers in the AFC wildcard game. He was so bad for the Broncos. He was so like, he yeah. made some miracle throws, but one of the, he went two for 15 one game and one of them was a, t- was a touchdown pass, pass to yeah. win the game. So I, I completely agree with Rob. Tebow is like, he's obviously, he's a good dude. He's, has, he's serious about his faith. 
He does faith in action. You know, he's a, he's a good teammate, but give me a break. All those things don't add up to being, being able to, you couldn't play NFL quarterback. You can't play NFL tight. You couldn't play baseball, professional baseball. You can't be an NFL tight end. Urban Meyer has other motives, which is kind of what we're discussing here. But that's a great point that Rob makes. You think there's any way in hell, or, or if Bill Belichick thought there was even a chance that he could have actually played, or Andy Reid, or any of these guys, he, he, they would have been in. Yeah, yeah. Like, like this is, it's in, you know, it's in Florida. Tebow's already a god there. I mean, it's a, I'm sure everyone in the, in the PR for the Jags has got to be thrilled. Probably yeah, the first sure. time Jags games will sell out in a long time. And the and the other part of my point to to Myers modus operandi in doing all this is like, okay, so he is a charismatic. He's he's great in the locker room. People love him. Let's get him in here and see if he can fire this team up. Like, well, if I'm a veteran on that team, how am I going to look at Tim Tebow, who is, you know, ostensibly a failure as a player? You know, he was great in college. You know, we all know that. We've all seen the tapes. Part of a champion, part of a lion. But like, if I'm a dude that's been in the league for eight years and I've been busting my ass, whatever position, OL or, you know, running back, it's like, I'm going to be expected to be motivated by a guy that couldn't make it in the league. Yeah, good point. So if that's what Urban Meyer sees in him, Urban Meyer is suffering from the same Uncle Ricoism. It's like, yeah. this isn't fucking college anymore. Yeah. You are working for billionaires who, you know, honestly don't really care how much money they they lose on this team because they won't. Because, you know, look, guys like Arthur Plank and Jerry Jones and those guys, you know, football teams are kind of a toy to them. Yeah. They want to win. I don't think Meyer will be, you know, he left Florida because he was having personal issues. I think it he was having stress-related, you know, he, he basically had to get out of coaching because it, he was falling apart. And it's a stressful job. You think being a college coach is stressful? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, those guys live in the in 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 those buildings and live in those film rooms. Yeah. Look at look at look at Bill Belichick thirty years ago and look at him now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like looking at Obama at the beginning of his term. Yeah, that's like, true. I don't think he's going to survive. I, I, if he goes, if he goes past three years, I will be surprised. Yep. He, yeah, I agree. He will either quit or he will be fired. Mm. I just don't think he has, because all he's ever known is, is being the big man on campus at Utah, Ohio State, Florida, win, 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 win. Well, I got honest, I, I got news for you. He's not going to take lightly to losing, and he's going to lose a lot in Jacksonville. Yeah. Yep. He is going to lose a lot. He's got talent on that team, but it is going to take a significant amount of, you know, that's a tough division to play in. I was in. just going to say, it's yeah, that tough, division that's, is. That's even, you know, with Houston, that kind of sucks now. That's, but that's still, you know, you've got the Titans, Indy. That's, a, that's not an, it's not the NFC, it's not the AFC North, but it is a tough div division. He, they were going to be unsuccessful for a long time. I don't think he'll be able to handle it. Yep. So that's my take. I, th I think Myers, I think Myers fighting out of his weight class. So we'll see. Yeah, for sure. Joni, just like any last thoughts on uh, Tebow? I just want training camp and football to actually get make here. The team <laughs> stop. Yeah. yeah, make the team. Can we just stop. can we just push the fast forward to the middle of July? Yeah, and start, <laughs> come on. Yeah, injuries, anything. Yeah. you know, Any, anything. Holdouts. Yeah. yeah, just come on. Anything but Tim Tebow. Again, yeah. I hate even saying like I don't have anything against the guy, but like, yeah. can we just all lock arms and say he wasn't good in the NFL? Yeah. Well, he this, is, this is that chance. time of year when 
We're so excited about the draft and then the schedule release. And now we're just waiting for training camp to start. Like you said, where you're refreshing Twitter and it's either like, oh my God, one of my, one of my players got hurt or, you know, if there's a holdout or something like, hopefully once we get there, start getting some preseason games, people start seeing what Tebow's playing like. I think it's going to become an anon issue, but right now it's just kind of annoying. I just want to hit fast forward. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, come on. Like Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Let's uh, get some more, uh, you know, yeah, let's shit stirring up here. Let's turn the heat up on that. Gosh, go. That has more. <laughs> yeah. That has more. I, I, yeah. I mean, you're looking at a guy, you know, he won the MVP last year. But we're talking about, we're talking about a team, a player in a, in a franchise that have a lot on the line for this. Yeah. There's nothing on the line with Tebow and Meyer. It's just, a, it's just a, it's a distraction. Yeah. But I want to know, oh, yeah, I want some juice. What's going on with Aaron? Yeah. And hell? Joey's just still praying. Every night, every. <laughs> Did you set up a little Aaron Rodgers light the candle shrine? shrine? Yep. I like you get one of those like Jesus candles you find in like the dollar store, like the tall ones, but it has Rogers' face on yeah, it. I just you, uh, pray it to every night. I just like cut out his face and just yeah, like you just open up your closet and yeah. it's just a yeah, just Rogers. All right, shrine. girls, time to go to bed. I remember to say your prayers and ask for uh, Tim Tebow. Or, <laughs> Tim Tebow. <laughs> no. See, ask for Tim Tebow to never come back to Denver and ask for Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver. Yeah. That's there, it. Yeah. There you go. All right, let's move on. Joey, you have an interesting story you wanted to tell us about with the uh, NFLPA and a player. Yeah, there was. Um, a Denver has had an issue at right tackle for years. Um, I think they've tried since their Super Bowl win. I think they've tried, they've gotten five or six different right tackles and usually big name free agents that are available for reason. They can't stay healthy and they get hurt and they go away. But anyway, uh, Juwan James, uh, they got from the dolphins. They signed to him. I think he was one of the highest paid right tackles. He played a game and a half and got hurt, hurt his knee was out for the year. Um, Opted out because of COVID last year, which was his right. A lot of a lot of players did. He has a, 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 a he was nervous about his kids. I think his kids are uh, they were they were at a higher risk for COVID, so he opted out. Yeah. So this year he's like everybody's like finally is he going to play? We're going to get what we paid for, and he's working out off site and he tears his Achilles. This was I think two weeks ago, so he's out for the year. So his contract, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the the way the contracts were worked last year is if people opted out their contract it basically just just hit pause on their contract and then it goes to next year so it's as if the year didn't happen yeah well i mean like a plus like didn't they get paid like just like a minimum of yeah they got a minimum like a hundred grand or yeah, something, something yeah. like that and uh but because the nflpa they just signed their new deal which i think was like a 10-year deal they didn't want their players, they didn't want their players to work out at the team facilities. So they told them, work it on your, out on your own. So Juwan James did that on his own. And so technically and legally, the Broncos can cut him and don't have to pay him at all. So no, he's essentially yeah. missing out on $13 million. Well, they have to pay him his portion of the signing bonus, which, they, which I think was three, but he's going to miss out on $10 million. Dang. <clears throat> then about a week later, uh, Deshaun Hamilton, who was a, I think he's been with the Broncos for four years. He tore his ACL, same thing, working out, you know, uh, not at the facility. And Denver was about to trade him. They actually had some trade interest. He's a, he's a, he's a good blocker and a good special teams player. But same thing. So he's out $3 million. So the players are furious, obviously. Yeah. The league is saying, talk to the Players Association. We didn't want this in the first place, you know. Um, so it's an interesting... That that dynamic 
you know, I thought it'd be interesting to get your guys take, um, $10 million is a lot of money, obviously. He was working out to get in football shape. Um, you know, I mean, you can't, you can't deny that. Um, so yeah. I, I kind of would, was curious to get your guys take on, where do you think the fault lies? Who, who does, who does the blame? Whose who shoulders does that, the blame for that lie on? I mean, you know, he followed what the NFLPA said and yeah. And so he's going back and it'll be interesting to see how I'm sure he's already filed a grievance and they're going to see how they kind of hash that out and try to figure it out. But you know, if, if, as, as their employer, the Broncos are like, Hey man, we, you know, this was, you're available. You're covered whenever you're working out here in our facility, you're covered. He would have been, his, you know, would have been guaranteed. He would have gotten his money. Mm -hmm. Um, but now he's not going to. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting debate. If these guys really aren't because NFLPA, they love the fact that they didn't have to do OTAs last year. They mm -hmm. cut down, uh, training camp was shorter. Um, they're basically, I think they liked that. And so they're trying to work all that stuff into this new deal they signed. And this is kind of the result of what happened. So I was curious for your guys' take on that. Yeah. I mean, like, I think the uh, PA is, you know, like mostly at blame. Cause like, if, you know, like that's the union, yeah. Cause like that's like the union that they're under, right? So it's like, yeah, like if you're telling me to do this for the greater good of, you know, us players, cause they're supposed to have the players' best interests at heart. Cause that's the whole reason behind the whole union, right? Right. And the whole CBA stuff. And the PA, those are all majority of those guys are ex players. Right. So they're, yeah. You know, so it's just like, yeah, I mean, like I would go after them. I mean, like there's a small part of me that thinks, yeah, well, like I was working out for my job, you know, to benefit the team that I'm playing for. But yeah, I mean, like if you have a union rep saying, Hey, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Just do it on your own. Then maybe this wasn't really thought all the way through. Yeah. You know, Rob, what do you think? I agree. I mean, it's hard. It's kind of a lose-lose situation, but yeah, it's kind of hard to say whose actual fault it is, but like, yeah, he was doing what the agreement said. And, you know, I'd have to say the the blame goes, if you're going to have to place it somewhere, it goes to NFLPA. So it's like, yeah. it sucks. You know, I'd like to see the guy healthy and playing, and I'm sure you would too, and every yep. other Denver fan. Yeah. You know. um, but like, you know, that that's just it's just sad to see because these are the these are the things about professional sports. When you start getting in actual like people's lives and a livelihood, you know, <clears throat> everything from injuries to like what we saw with like Andy Reid's son. It's like, you know, he's got kids, he's got a family. It's like yeah, $10 million is a lot of money to a lot of people, you know, that, that makes a huge dif difference. And, and I'm sure he's a, he's a competitor. He wants to play. So that's what, for me, I start feeling like, God, I just like what, what's going on in that guy's head right now and his family. It's like, he's probably not like desperate, you know, but there's, but he's probably not the only one. There's probably a lot of players that are, that are having, you know, uh, and will have issues with this kind of strange razor's edge dealing with the, yeah. Well, so it, it just, it's, yeah, I, I, that's why I don't want to like place blame because it's like, man, these are, now we're talking about livelihoods and people's lives. Yeah. And, and you um, think about, you know, someone like Jawan James and, you know, angry Denver fans, which is understood, they're frustrated, but they'll point to the fact that Denver's already paid him $19 million to basically play. I think he's played six quarters total for the Broncos in really? over two years now. Oh boy. But the flip side of that is, Look at a guy like Deshaun Hamilton, 
his contract, he's going to lose out on, I think he was owed one and a half or maybe $2 million this year. So obviously he's at a lower level. The guy's only played three years. Like, I think sometimes we as fans, we see these numbers and because they're so big and maybe it's so much more money than we'll ever make or can make and all this kind of stuff that it's, we, we tend to not see them as human beings with families and these things. You got to remember, I think that what is the average, the average life of an NFL player in the league, the average time they play in the league, I think it's under three years. I think it's barely yeah. over two years or something yeah. like that. So, um, and we should, this could be a, a fun conversation to have another time, but, you know, kind of gets into the subject of guaranteed contracts. Th this is why player, this is why players want, this is why guaranteed money is important. That's why they want it. And, you know, the owners are insanely rich. The NFL is insanely rich and, I think the players kind of get the shaft on a lot of this stuff. Um, yeah. And it's, it's an Achilles injury, man. I mean, I've never, thank God I've never, I've, I've had friends that have torn their Achilles and they're like, it's awful, man. Like it's, it's so painful and it's pretty hard to, to, uh, to fight back from. And um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I'm sure the NFLPA is scrambling right now and, and, and hopefully they'll take care of them as best they can. And then they'll kind of, they're in kind of a tough spot because they just signed this 10-year deal. And I would guess the NFL yeah. seeing this isn't going to go, you know, they're probably like, because they didn't want it. I mean, the, the NFL right. was like, no, we want everybody to work out at team facilities. I mean, what they, if the NFL would have gotten what they wanted, that injury would have happened in the Broncos locker room. Yeah. And so it's a tough situation yeah. all around. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like, well, we told you so. Yeah. You know, yep. it's like, well, we wanted this and yep. it didn't happen. So, gosh. I just can't imagine tearing that. That sounds terrible. Mm. Well, you you're on fire, man. Oh just, shit! Like, I, yeah. I, dude, like I thought you didn't even. I thought you paused because you knew what no. you said. Oh, no. I you were like yeah. giving me the look, like yeah, I was no, bad, I thought right? You did no, no. That was not supposed to be a pun. Gotcha. I feel so bad now. I paused because I'm trying to have my speech be a little bit better these days. <laughs> But oh, damn it, I'm sorry. All right, let's just move on to pod damn it. That sounds good. I'm going to pod damn it myself. Yeah, I pod damn it your puns. Dang Your it. unintentional puns. Yeah. Joey, would you like to go first? Uh, uh, just almost birthday boy. Yes. Uh, uh, mine's pretty easy. Um, just littering. Like, yeah. like, what's going on with litter? I was behind a car a couple of weeks ago and I just saw someone just throw on a whole old hickory. They just threw a bag of McDonald's just out into the middle. Are you of serious? People started honking at him and it wasn't like a bunch of kids or teenagers. I don't, I mean, it could have been, but like we're all living here together and there's just like freaking trash everywhere. It sucks. I, I don't, yeah. I don't understand the, it's really frustrating. I don't understand how people get to get to a point where they're like, I'm so lazy that I would rather I'm going to throw this away and I know it's not going to, it's not biodegradable. It's not going to break down. It's just going to lay there until somebody else picks it up. Mm -hmm. And if they don't pick it up, I don't care. Cause I don't live around here. It's not my street. <laughs> that just, it sucks. It's uh, it seems like it's maybe getting worse lately, but I don't know. Maybe it's always been bad. Um, it's just trash everywhere. I've, I've, I don't know what it is. I live in a nice little street, but I get trash in my yard all the time. Yeah, just throw shit away. I mean, like, it's I like, get, it's easy. For some reason, my yard is the magnet for the little white styrofoam to go. Oh, yeah. Dinner plate things. It got like the the big, you know, it's got like the four, yep. the three or four chambered. Those, I get one of those in my yard like once a week. And yeah. plastic bags. Well, yeah. yeah, don't you live- And beer cans. Kind of down the street from a Chinese buffet. 
kind oh, of yeah. McCoy. Yeah, there's the no the uh, is it koi or sakura? I can't remember. Yeah, there's but yeah, but this is just like this is just like fast food bags, beer oh, cans, okay. and those styrofoam to go boxes. Yeah, just throw just throw them and throw them away. It's super easy for sure. We're all living here, so we don't want it to look like shit. Just throw it away. Pod damn it. Yeah, throw, throw your trash away. Great one. Recycle as well if you yeah, can. I do that. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go next. Uh, so my uh, just allergies and sinuses have been super bad this year with it being cold and then being like warmer again and then back being cold and pollen and everything. And, and plus like, I just always just don't look forward to like hot, humid Tennessee summer. But, but every single year, like uh, just like when this time comes around, I, I like actually do feel a lot better because there's moisture in the air and it's not just dry dry spring, dry winter. So I'm going to pod damn it myself for just always cursing the Tennessee summer being so hot and humid, but it actually makes me feel a little bit better. Oh, allergy wise. That's nice. It keeps things when you're like lubricated humidity. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, like I'm, a, it's like I'm a, well aware. Yeah. It's like a reverse <laughs> Thanks, pod damn it. Yeah. So you're pod, you're, you're pod damning your attitude in the past. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. I like it. So I'm yeah. doing that. Yep. So that one's on me. So I'm, I'm sorry that was weighing on you. That seemed like a, Felt good to get that off your chest. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like t- today I mowed my grass and it got done and I was like, it's starting to get a little humid out here, but I actually do feel a lot better. Yeah. So, the yard looked hey. nice. I, I meant to say that when I pulled up. Looks Thank nice. you. Our, our uh, weeds and Tennessee grass, yeah. rocks underneath. Yeah. 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 It's the yeah. best that we can do without calling true green or doing it myself. Yeah. So. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I think I've given up the lawn fight. Like there's mm-hmm. certain things I know that are within my control, but Yeah. It's a, uh, that's, you gotta be, you gotta be well equipped to win that war. Yeah. And plus past a certain point, it's like, well, like what if I have a really nice lawn, but my neighbors don't give a shit? Yeah. That's tough. Past that point. It's like, well, all my stuff looks really nice, but right. everyone else around me is just yeah. regular Tennessee. Johnny, grass. the dandelion farmer down the street. He doesn't really <laughs> give a shit that your yard's going to Johnny be, D. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. All right, Rob, pod damn it. Uh, I, I was having a hard time. I was actually having a really good week and I was having, trying to find anything that was pissing me off. And sure enough, this morning I get up, open up Instagram and I've been seeing this a lot lately. I go on Twitter. I don't have it on my phone, but I go, I go on Twitter probably a couple of times a week, just on my laptop. There's a couple of accounts that I really like that are really bizarre and funny and some new stuff, but, but I'm seeing it a lot on Twitter because they, they get re posted on Instagram. And I understand like, Every era or micro era or whatever likes to have their own slingo and slang and their their ways of speaking. I know when I was growing up, pool situation, pool situation. <laughs> uh, you know, when I, I remember growing up, you know, there was words that we used that they thought, you know, or a certain uh, way of approaching speaking. You know, everybody has that. You know, yeah, and, and it's a provincial thing too. You know, because like growing up in the south the kids that I met in college that grew up in the North, they had like, yeah, we used to say that, but it was differently. So everybody has their own, every era, you know, I'm a Gen Xer. So we had our own way of expressing ourselves, but can we stop? And I even like hearing myself say, can we stop makes me (laughs) hate myself. But like, there's a couple of things that, this is the one that, that really gets under my skin. The people that start off their tweets or their post them Instagrams with, can we, or they'll just say normalize dot, dot, dot. Right. Let's, it's like, 
I understand what certain people are trying to do and express themselves, but like when the copycats start, and, and let's be honest, you know, if you look at TikTok, Instagram, it's all about copycatism. People are trying to just, oh, somebody does like the the uh, the, the guy in Korea that does all the funny stuff naked in his apartment, you know, yeah. bottles <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. And you see, you know, people are trying to cop that and he's got his own little thing and it's great and hilarious and, and funny and uplifting. Yeah, and he points at his junk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But but you see the copycatters come out. So but the copycatters on Twitter, the, you know, a lot of these like the, the the I hate to even say the woke generation. It's like normalize this, normalize that. It's like please stop. Yep. Just say what you want to say. Yeah. Sometimes slang, lingo, or appropriating what everybody else is saying to it, it's like it it almost does the opposite of what you're trying to accomplish. Like, I want to hear what you're saying, but when you start off a, a sentence with normalize, you know, or can we normalize, it's like, just say, just say what you want to say. Yeah, just say it. That's yep. one thing I, I like learning. Like, I used to write, you know, for, I used to be a freelance writer, I used to do music writing many years ago, and my editors would just say, like, just say what you want to say. Like, quit trying to, quit, you know, you've yeah. only got so many words to get this your, your feelings about this album across, like, just say what you're going to say. Say it, yep. Quit, quit, you know, it's like, so that, yeah, that's like, can we normalize not no, saying normalize norm, anymore? Normalize saying what you need to say. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the new passive aggressiveness. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's just like, just say, like, we know you have something to say, but quit co-opting what somebody's already done once. Yeah. Like, I understand if you're, you know, wanting to show your butt on a TikTok video or whatever, or you're trying to drink a soda can full of Mentos and Diet Coke, <laughs> you know, and get, and get some internet cloud and get some, you know, likes and followers. I get, I understand that. But it's like, if you're really trying to put a point across, just say it. Yep. Quit, quit co-op and quit copycatting people and just freaking say it. So For sure. Anyway, pod damn it. Yep. That's it. Nice. I thought Rob's pod damn it was going to be on Kroger again. I was waiting for it too. Yeah. And then... I went to Kroger. And then this I went morning, to Kroger. I went to Kroger. Yeah. But it's no. uh it's not great. It's I mean, you know, they've definitely normalized <laughs> their what their new normal is. Uh I still don't love it. I still go there, but yeah, it's like my big thing is they just took away like the like the health food section. We know. They had all the yeah. like, good I stuff. I mean like normalize the organic section again. Yeah, just bring, It'll put, happen put again. All that stuff. It will. It'll no, come back. No, no. Yeah, yeah, because I'm tired no, of No, I'm saying the rant will come back. Oh, oh yeah, the, the health section won't come back. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I'm tired of like looking up at the aisle uh, markers, like with like the little leaf next to, you know, oh cool, frozen dinners, like with the leaf. Like there's always like these evil bowls. I always get this like rice and oh like, yeah, oh those are great. Uh, uh, which which aisles is down? Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, do I need to go down to the frozen section and look for the leaf next? To look the for the leaf dinner. Yep. Yeah, and it just like parts of it just look still un like it's like oh this is like uh, you know like a FEMA water station, like where they have all the bottle. Yeah. It's like, oh, this was the big improvement. It looks like people are just going to be running in here and taking free water. Yep. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't look, this doesn't look like as good as it did. It just doesn't look as good as it did before. Uh, yeah, we that's true. Yeah. All right. I go my Thanks right. for bringing it up, Kyle. <laughs> all right. All <laughs> Touch right. the nerve. All right. That wraps up this week's episode. You can follow us at one more pass on Instagram, at one more pass on Twitter, one more pass pod at gmail.com. Rob, do you have any parting words for our past receivers that Jackson Epley uh, named for us? He was there last night and he was yep. giving a shit about how we don't give him credit <laughs> Thank for you, that. Thank you, Jackson. When well, yes. We give him credit for like the first like 20 episodes that we did. Yeah. yeah. It shows how much he listened. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. make it this far. 
Uh, I would like to tell uh, Jackson to uh, take a flying jump up my rear end. <laughs> no. That was very uh, nicely put. Yeah, no. Uh, everybody be cool. College football is 100 days away, so yes. keep the faith. It's coming. Be kind. Rewind. Yep. Yeah. Nice, Joey. Get vaccinated. Yeah. Get vaccinated if you're not already. If people feel more comfortable wearing a mask, don't be the douchey dude that stares them down because they're so cool and not wearing one. Um yeah, better days are ahead. I mean, like, dude, like, I still wear a mask in some places. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm still wearing so, Yep. Yeah, and plus, I think for, like, airport and, like, airline travel, I'll probably still do that on the plane. Yeah, like, I'm gonna, regardless. Definitely. I'm going to be doing that for a while. That's great. For sure. All right. We will see you all next week here on One More Pass.